She's a Lady podcast. Hello, welcome back to She's a Lady. Today I have my sister-in-law with me, Carly Reedhead. She has been on before with our miscarriage episode and she has an awesome podcast voice so she's back on (laughs) (laughs) just kidding no today we're talking about Botox and filler she's been doing it for four years and she has been a nurse for seven years and we're just going to be talking a little bit about her nursing journey and then leading into working for a plastic surgeon and then starting her own business so I guess let's start with nursing school why did you want to do nursing school like did you always know that you wanted to do this Um, so it's kind of funny how it all worked out because when I was initially starting my prerequisites, I was totally envisioning myself going into dental hygiene. So I wasn't even planning on being a nurse, um, initially. So it's weird that that's how I ended up happening. But, um, what was kind of the turning point was that the nursing program was no waiting list and the Mm -hmm. dental hygiene was two year waiting list. And then when I looked further into it, I was like, okay, nursing, you can have so many options. Yeah. If you don't like one thing, there's so many other things you can do with it. True. So I was like, I, I think that I'm just going to do nursing. And mm-hmm. it, I ended up finding out that you could do aesthetics in nursing later. Like, I didn't even know that for a long, the longest like right time. Away. Yeah. yeah. But it ended up working out so good. I'm so glad I did. Were you just looking for a career that would be good as a mom? Or what were your thoughts like going into choosing what you chose? Yeah, a lot of it was kind of like I just wanted a solid career to fall back on just in case I really needed it, in case, you know, you just never know what life's going to throw at you. Yeah. And Nick, he was at the time going to be applying to nurse anesthesia school. So he was actually starting his nursing program because you have to be a nurse first. And so he was a year ahead of me and I was like, that would be really nice because he can totally just help me. Yeah. And it was nice because he had all the books and the curriculum and everything. So it just was so much smoother to go that route and you could do your homework. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. It was like really helpful having him just kind of guide me through it. So yeah, I didn't actually know that. So, um, Carly's husband and my husband are business partners. And if you listen to Ty's episode, the most recent one, we talk about how Nick did nursing school how that was such a big change to like do yeah start um solar and all that stuff yeah so different yeah and so same for you like you went in thinking you would be a nurse but then you're like actually I can do aesthetics yeah yeah like when I started nursing school I wanted to be in surgery I thought I thought that would be the most fun but I had never even like in nursing school they never even talked about aesthetics at all oh wow so I didn't even know about it probably because they just didn't want you to do it yeah I don't know know. I think it's like frowned upon I think (laughs) I don't know because maybe they think it's not saving lives yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh my gosh that's funny (laughs) I'm like I love it still so yeah (laughs) because I feel like now like like this year or even last year like a lot of girls are going to nursing school to be yeah a Botox filler yeah it's so different now than when I was in nursing school yeah so that's kind of cool so wait how many years ago that was seven years ago mm-hmm. you got your nursing yeah and then what was that like while you were in nursing school because <laughs> I've been wanting to have a nurse on so bad to talk about you know crazy yeah. stuff yeah nursing school oh my gosh it's seriously so intense mm-hmm. like if you google hardest degrees to get it's like on the top five because really? yeah it's wow. just so fast-paced for the short time that you get like if you think about it, a doctor or like a, a PA or whatever, they're studying the body, but they have like eight years or whatever to really or more to study it. And nursing school is two years. That's 
so crazy. So, yeah, you're wow, just, that's really short. Yeah, you're just like whizzing oh through it. Like every body system is just you just have the cram test next subject like it's just so much and then on top of it you have clinical rotations to go to like with actual nurses that you're doing their shift with basically so it's so tiring oh my gosh I can't imagine (laughs) I just remember you guys talking about like changing adult diapers or something yeah it's it's not not the most uh glamorous position for sure but I think I probably made it harder on myself because I like when they start when we started nursing school they're like you probably could quit your job and just like you probably should just focus completely on school Um. and a lot of people did but I for whatever reason, I ended up, I had three jobs. What? It. Like, was part, it Panera? Or what was it? No, that was through my prereqs. I, oh. was, I was working at Panera mm-hmm. at, um, during my prerequisites, but I was a dental assistant. And oh then my gosh. I was a medical assistant. And then I was a LPN, a psych unit. Oh my part goodness. So, All three? Yeah, the at LPN the position point. was night shift. So that's like the only way I could do it. But I was, well, hi, just trying to make extra money. Yeah, we were just trying to not get into any debt. Oh and yeah. We ended up being able to not get into any, like, we didn't have any um, payments later. Yeah, any payments that we had to pay back. So we were just, like, trying (laughs) so hard to get through it. And it (laughs) it was hard, but it was worth it. And then you didn't have kids either, so that was kind of Yeah, we had no kids. If I had kids, there's no way. No. People even do it with kids. Gosh, no. No, definitely not. So I I guess I'm glad that you did that all before you had kids. Yes, definitely. (laughs) That's hard work. Okay, so... That nursing school being kind of crazy, but then when did you start working for the plastic surgeon? Um, so it wasn't until, well, right when I graduated, we were kind of trying to figure out what our next move would be because Nick had to get into an ICU to get into oh. an anesthesia program. So you wow. had to work and get that experience first. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to get hired on in the ICU because it's so competitive and you usually have to have like years of experience before they hire you. Yeah. And luckily we talked to his cousin in St. George and they were telling us about like this new residency program they were starting. And um, we ended up going there, getting hired on. He got ICU position and I got on this cardiac and neuro floor. Mm-hmm. And we just um, signed a year contract there. So that was like the first year of nursing. It was so different than what I'm doing now. Yes, um, like actually yeah, being a nurse, right? Yeah, like in a hospital yeah. shift work. We were both night shift. It was so hard. Like, oh my goodness. So you both like slept during the day probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there wasn't a lot of housing there. So we were just living in this like basement that these people were renting out. Oh my it was so hard because we could yeah. hear them while we were trying to sleep. Oh no. And I just yeah, because it was so daytime. Tired. Yeah, it, wow. was, it was rough. But I learned a lot. It was a good experience yeah. learning. Mm-hmm. But definitely not something I want to go back uh, to. <laughs> you look back, and in the moment, you don't realize how bad it is. Yes. To like down the road, and you're like, oh, it's so much better now. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine going back to like being mm-hmm. in the hospital. I am so grateful for people who basement. do. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not easy. Yeah, we are grateful. We'll definitely have a nurse on um, to talk about the hospital side in the future. Yeah. But when did you start? So you went to St. George, and then I think I met you guys, like, right when you moved back, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it was when I got pregnant with Rafe, yep. so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you met oh me when gosh. I was, like, thick and pregnant. <laughs> I know, I feel like we just need to share the story because it's so funny. <laughs> I know, which one you're thinking of. Yeah, we <laughs> the met, yeah. Uh, I first met Carly at the Diamondbacks game. <laughs> Wait, it's so embarrassing. Um, 
And I was meeting like Ty's family for the first time, but it was so his cousin was there and then his brother Nick and Carly is blonde and the cousin is brunette. And so I just figured that the cousin was his sister. So I shook Carly's (laughs) hand (laughs) and then I hugged his cousin. (laughs) Trying to make a good impression with the sister. (laughs) And you were, yeah, you were the sister. (laughs) So, anyways. So you can look back and uh, laugh now. (laughs) I know. I totally forgot about that again. It just comes up every year. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but. Anyways, back to that. So <laughs> after we met, was that when you were working for? Th- yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we actually um, we weren't gonna move back. We weren't sure if we were going to. Mm-hmm. But I was so miserable there that I was like, I'm gonna find a position that I love, and I'm gonna find a house that we're gonna rent. And yeah. if I find that, then can we go? And he's like, like leave yeah, Utah. Yeah, like oh leave Utah because he was talking to Ty about starting a business. We yeah. like they were kind of throwing it around but it wasn't like set in stone yet. Mm -hmm. So I was determined and I ended up finding um, a friend of mine who was working for the plastic surgeon. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, like I'm going to be leaving soon. You could replace me. And so I drove back to Arizona and interviewed and luckily I got it. And it was just, I'm so grateful because it led me to where I am now. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's an amazing plastic surgeon, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like been voted top plastic surgeon Gilbert like over and over oh my goodness it's really good so it was really good experience and then you found a place to rent yeah Mm -hmm. good yeah it was kind of funny I was like looked on Craigslist oh that's (laughs) right so lucky it was the first listing (laughs) and nobody goes on Craigslist yeah I know and it was posted for like 20 minutes when I found it like it was wow. so lucky. I think it was meant to be. <laughs> I know. the rent. You guys have had crazy rentals, but. I know. Uh, um, so were you kind of like assisting Dr. Kelly? Or, yeah. Yeah. Plastic surgeon. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was hired on as his like assistant. Um, and I would just help him through mostly in office procedures and surgeries. Okay. Um, so we would do like, like eyelid surgeries, like mini facelifts or like, um, hmm. like. He would do obviously like breast augmentations or tummy tucks and stuff, but that was mostly the hospital. So I didn't go with him there because I didn't have my oh good like, point surgical tech experience that you had to have. Mm-hmm. So it was all in office, and it was really cool because it was not just a plastic surgery office; it was also dermatology. Mm-hmm. So what he would do a lot of the time is um, they would have patients go to the dermatologist. They would get skin cancer cut out, and they would have like huge holes in their faces or wherever on their bodies. And then they would go to him or with me, and then we he would close them up, and I would assist him with that. So I would see, like, all depths of the face, anatomy, and it was just, like, so cool seeing so much of the face that normally you would never get to see. Like the bone? Yeah. Like, mm. every, yeah. yeah, everything, the veins, bones, like, all of it. And um. it was just so beneficial with doing filler, what I do now, because you have to be in certain depths with filler. Yeah. So it's kind of nice kind of having that background. Especially, yeah, because then you actually know, like, this is too far or mm-hmm. this would be the right amount. Yeah, and, like, what arteries, where they are and what, mm-hmm. what to look for, so. Because do people have to assist or, do, you know, like, so before like they the start injector? Doing, Yeah. No, it's kind of interesting. There's not really a direct, like, path that you have to take. You yeah. basically just get, you just have to have your nursing degree. Wow. Like it's, so you really That's have to scary. do, I know, you have to yeah. do your research with who you go to for right. facial injections because like you could take a weekend course and then deem yourself as an injector and that's then, like hair extensions yeah 
Yeah. 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 Anyone can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy. You gotta, I think that they're probably going to start regulating it more because yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Could be There's just sketchy. no way. Yeah, I feel like because now they're regulating lashes more and stuff yeah. like that. So, especially because mm-hmm. you could like freeze someone's eyebrow. I don't know. I've seen yeah. some crazy oh, stories. Yeah. Like filler, if it gets into a, a vessel, it can block blood flow and kill yeah. that tissue. And if yes. you don't have like the right tools to reverse it, then that patient could be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I saw that girl on Instagram who like her eye was drooping for a long oh, yeah. time. <laughs> did Did you see that? Yeah, I think I don't know if that uh, one was from Botox or filler. I think it's probably Botox, but I did yeah. see that one. Mm-hmm. It's crazy for it was weeks. Such a bad. Yeah, it's like a new update every week. Yes, I follow that story. Yeah, I'm like poor girl. Uh, yeah, so definitely do your research. Obviously, Carly knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> never had that happen to anybody. Yeah, like, never gonna happen. Yeah, that's so so good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but when did you? switch to being on your own after working for him so I worked with him for about two years and um I had just like one baby when I well I was pregnant when I started with him then I had Rafe and then um when I got pregnant with Chade it was just kind of hard because the hours were kind of long Mm -hmm. and I was working Monday through Friday and I was just like man I cannot like keep this up with having more kids yeah two kids yeah oh, i can't imagine and i had to no. like wake rafe up at like 5 30 in the morning take him to a babysitter at like six mm-hmm. and i just felt so guilty as a mom you know yeah putting my kid through that as and then being gone all day and yes. like as, leaving so early like yeah. waking them up from their sleep yeah and I then can see sometimes that. getting home at like five or six at night and i'm like ah, now he's going to bed yeah so it was just hard mm-hmm. and then um after I had been injecting for a little bit, I'm like, I wonder if I could just do this on my own. So I, I kept injecting with them and then um, kind of looked into more resources, got more one-on-one trainings. Mm-hmm. I just kind of stuck it out for a while. And then right after I had Chade, I wasn't sure if I was going to go back, but I ended up going back for a while. And then when Chade was like six months, I was like, okay, I'm going to just put myself out there and mm-hmm. try it. Yeah. Yeah, is that when we rented the mm-hmm. salon together? Yeah. Okay, that's when you switched. Yeah. Yes, that was my first. So we, like, entered Sim Salon, like, for the first ever one in Arizona, mm-hmm. um, in Mesa. And, yeah, we, like, shared a room together. But then it was kind of far for both of us, I feel like. So we both kind of branched off and, like... Yeah, and then COVID hit. So oh, that was, like, the main reason. Oh, my gosh. Is that when you left? Because mm-hmm, COVID? I was going to leave to New York. And, yeah, COVID was a crazy time. Uh, no one was, like, in the salon. Mm-hmm. And then they were, like, should we charge them for not right? working? I know. It was yeah, such a crazy time. Such a crazy time. Okay, so how did you build your clientele, let's say like pre-COVID when you first started out? Because were you working for six months on your own or that? Yeah, it was about six months, I think, yeah. before COVID hit. Um, so it was really slow starting out. I had a few patients that followed me from where I was at, like, at the surgeon's office. They, they wanted to keep coming to me. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. And then um, I did a, a little bit of like marketing on my own, yeah. just like through social media. But it, a lot of it is just word of mouth it's been a lot of like referrals or just growing organically and mm-hmm. that's been what's kind of snowballed and got me more momentum yeah. and I feel like those patients are the ones that stay anyways mm-hmm. that are referrals you're connected and like also you trust each other yes you trust that they're not gonna no show you exactly and then they trust you because they're like well she would never yeah like my friend went to her so, and yeah 
had a good experience. So they just mm-hmm. trust you more. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times I would do like promotions starting out and they were good, but people would just come for the promotion and then, you know, <laughs> Not come again. yeah, they're just like yeah. here for the discount. So, yeah, I know you need to share. Oh, actually we did share your Groupon story on the cosmetic horror oh, yes. stories, Yes. but somebody just trying to faking a Groupon to get a discount for Botox. Yeah, they called me and they were like, hey, I have your Groupon. I'm, I'm ready for my discount. Can mm-hmm. you apply it to my next appointment? And I'm like, Groupon? I don't even have an account. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? And so I was panicking on the inside <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, did someone set up an account in my name? Oh, like, true. I was so worried. Yeah. And I'm like, can you just screenshot it and send me a picture? So they they were like, oh, um, okay. So they screenshotted it, sent me this picture of basically just my business information that was on like the Juvederm website. Oh my gosh. I had no discount or anything on it. And I'm like, people and, will go to the extremes. Yes. I'm like, you really wow. think I'm going to just fall for that? Like, I know. And why, why would anyone be so dumb to be like, oh, sure. Like my yeah. group on that doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if it's worked for them in the past or what, but they were pretty yeah. adamant and tried to really convince me. <laughs> and like you said, you probably don't want to go to someone with a group on anyways. Yeah. Yes. Like, if you something. have group on for filler botox a lot of times like especially with botox mm-hmm. i've heard of people diluting it more so that they oh can gosh. have a less like charge less for it wow but then it like lasts for not even a what do they dilute the it with so uh, if you um get your botox when they ship it to you it's actually freeze-dried so you have to put mm-hmm. bacteriostatic saline in it and mm-hmm. it's like a, a solution that you mix together okay so if you put more in then it waters it down basically and it's like it, formula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So crazy. if you put more in, then your Botox isn't going to last as long, but you're going to be charging more. How many it. people like, do you think do that? Man, I don't know. I've had people come to me that say like, I went to them, I got a ton of units and it only lasted like two weeks mm. or a month or whatever. And I'm like, I wonder if that was diluted or, yeah, you know, what? seems a little sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you never know. <laughs> Interesting. So, but if you do it with the, all the solution, then how long should it last them? Usually it lasts, Botox is like three to four months okay. on average, sometimes more, um, mm-hmm. sometimes, usually it's at least three months, but if mm-hmm. it's not, then we can adjust the dosing. Yeah. And then filler can last anywhere between like nine months up to like two years. So filler, like, okay, that includes lip injections, but what else would it include? Yeah, so filler is all for volume loss. So if you have like, your cheeks feel like they've kind of flattened out as you've aged or... Um, if you feel like you're getting like jowls, which is like the sagging of your skin around your jaw area, then that would be like volume loss. So anything that you're losing volume with is filler. Oh, okay. It's just like plumping it and filling it back. Like in. sagging skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Botox or Dysport, those are neurotoxins and they basically um, inhibit the movement of your muscle. So mm-hmm. if you have like fine lines and wrinkles because of movement, then it's going to be for that. So oh, like the crow, what do they call yeah, it? Crow's, crow's feet on the eyes, yeah. the like 11s is what people call them. Mm, I um, have that. Between the brows and then forehead lines obviously is like the most popular. Yeah. And that would all be neurotoxin. So that's like okay. three to four months. Interesting. So the filler lasts like quite a bit longer. Mm-hmm. But is it as noticeable or? I don't um, know. So it's a lot of people don't know with Botox, it actually takes two weeks to fully kick in. So right when you leave, you're not even going to see a difference. Okay. Whereas with filler, it's like an immediate result because it's more of a gel substance and it's plumping your lips or wherever you get injected right yeah. away. Um, that so, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Are people ever like, I'm sure you tell them, but do people ever message you like, Hey, I can't tell a difference or, you know, with the Botox. <laughs> I think when I first started out, I would probably maybe 
a few times forgot to mention it takes two weeks and oh, then they probably message yeah. me but mm-hmm. now I, I'm sure to like explain Tell what them. to expect yeah yes because a lot of times they come in and they don't know that and they're like oh I didn't realize I didn't know that either yeah they probably get it like right before an important event yeah You're like, it's not yeah so if in. you ever get injections I always recommend waiting at least two weeks mm-hmm. no matter if it's filler or Botox just because with filler you're gonna have more bruising and swelling yeah um it's not like usually sense. crazy, but it's like you're going to be a little puffy with the uh, needle injection. So yes, give it um, time to heal. That was something I wanted to ask you too, like certain myths or just stereotypes that people have with either either or. I yeah. Don't know. yeah, I would say the most times people get worried is with like lip injections just because they... I feel like you see so many kind of botched lip injections. Mm-hmm. just uh, Or like you know. ginormous Yes, lips, yeah. they're just so big, so kind of natural looking. Yeah. And that's totally opposite of what I want to do for people. Yeah. Um, so I want people to just look, feel refreshed and like look like themselves, mm-hmm. but just be, you know, a little bit more refreshed. And I feel like with filler, you told, it's totally achievable. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to look like that person that I saw walking down the road. But in reality, they're probably seeing a lot of people with lip injections, but the good injections they don't realize are even injected. They don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They just look like normal people, but Mm -hmm. they look good. Yeah. Do most people that come to you for lip injections have like pretty thin lips or is it all over the board? Yeah, it's kind of all over the board. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's like all ages. I've seen people 18 years old. I've seen people like... 60 years old it's yeah. like such a wide range of people same with botox huh mm-hmm. i feel like it's more common for younger people to get it now it's definitely been more trendy i feel mm-hmm. like it used to be kind of taboo to get to yeah. let people know that you got injections but now it's like oh you don't get it like, yeah i'm like you're not cool <laughs> yeah i, I don't i haven't gotten anything done so no judging <laughs> anyone out there well you look but. great yeah. <laughs> thanks but yeah a lot of younger people doing just preventative now to yeah. like, not get any wrinkles how is that form. preventative just because it doesn't move your yeah you're not able to crease like the muscles when when you move your eyebrows up you're creasing your okay. forehead but if you have Botox or, or Dysport, then you're not able to do that. So you're not forming those lines at all. Okay. So let's say you let's say you don't do it, but then you get Botox down the road. Is it going to be harder to hide? It or? is harder to reverse okay. aging, I would say, rather than mm-hmm. preventing it. Okay. Just because, you know, a lot of times you're lines or whatever could be so deep that it's so hard to get rid of and you might have to do like laser treatments or chemical pills or any you know other things on top of it because a lot of times people think botox is going to erase all this years of sun damage and you know not taking care of your skin but it can only do so much at that point i need to start wearing sunscreen more yes (laughs) i always say that but i never do really (laughs) i'll get you some (laughs) well it's i mean it's mostly because my extensions they like dye them pink so you have to get a certain brand of sunscreen so it doesn't dye them so like mineral so like bear republic mineral okay so which i actually did bring to the lake and i did wear it yeah Yeah, i Mm -hmm. use a mineral the skin better science one has the really good mineral one okay I don't know if it's as long as it's mineral. There's like a certain ingredient in it that you're not supposed to. That's so weird. I, didn't know I need that. to look it up. Mm, yeah, good to know. Yeah. So, anyways, that's probably why yeah. some people aren't wearing sunscreen. Yeah. It's like your hair or your skin. Pick I which know, one. Right? <laughs> Pick your At poison. least wear a hat then. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, okay. And then the other thing you mentioned was some people are nervous about it hurting to get injected. So, what would you say to those people? Yeah, I would say that there is a big. Um, you know, a lot of skepticism around it being so painful that they can't like handle it. Mm-hmm. And there, 
like it's obviously not just going to be something you don't feel it's not like you're at a dentist where it's completely numb there are some places who will do dental blocks Mm -hmm. um but I just through training that I've had I don't prefer to do that just because while I'm injecting I'll have you smile and like move your lips in a natural way Mm -hmm. and if you're dental blocked like you can't move your face at all and so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like harder I feel like to get an accurate injection yeah so that's the reason I don't, but I use topical numbing cream. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that it helps a lot, or there's ice that we could do on top of that. But the numbing cream, it, it actually does help a lot. So like it feels, putting the ice on before or after? Mm-hmm, like before. just icing, yeah, and then the numbing cream after. Okay. Um, and then after that, it's like feels like kind of little pinches, I would say. Mm-hmm. But okay. it's not like you can't tolerate it. Yeah, after the numbing. Yeah. So nobody's ever passed out or anything. No, I haven't had anybody pass out. Um, There was one person that got, yeah, Yeah. I had one person or not pass out, get lightheaded before we started. But she Mm -hmm. told me that she's really scared of needles and she hadn't eaten anything all day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You need to eat something. Yes. Make sure you come hydrated and eat. Yeah. Yeah, You can eat beforehand, right? (laughs) Yes. It's not like you're getting the epidural or something. No. Yeah. Definitely. Even then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even then you can. Okay, so that's a good little myth buster. It doesn't hurt as bad as people say, but if mm-hmm. it does, maybe they're not getting numbed right. I don't yeah, know. if it's like something where you're so uncomfortable, I'm obviously not going to just keep going. I'm going to stop and put in more numbing and make sure you can tolerate it. Okay. Yeah, I like so. how you said you have them smile and things like that because otherwise you wouldn't know yeah. what it would look like. Yeah, because your right. lips totally change when you talk or smile or you know yeah. any movement at all. Because yeah. they could look great while they're just rested, but. Mm-hmm. If they don't look normal while you're moving, True. then it could just throw everything off. Do you feel like you add more to the bottom or the top lip? Um, naturally, our bottom lip is a little bit bigger. Yeah. So it depends on the person. Some people have like, you know, asymmetry, mm-hmm. one versus the other. But like the top is really small and then the bottom's mm-hmm. big. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes even vice versa. So I just try to balance wow. it. Yeah. I've never. S- well, yeah, it's not very common, but I have yeah. seen a few people where like, bottom lip is smaller than their top lip interesting so they're like i really want this fixed and yeah. we totally do and makes their but then it probably just looks natural because yeah. it's all yeah you symmetrical. Would never even guess that they had lip injections yeah it just looks nice and natural mm. i like that a lot i've like messaged you so many times like i need to get it <laughs> i need to get it and then i get pregnant or nursing yes. or pregnant and then yep. yeah because that's something that people should know is yes. you can't be pregnant or nursing yes definitely i feel like People don't realize that, especially, you know, with nursing, you think pregnant maybe, but nursing it's, you can't do it with that either. Yeah. Just because it gets into your system. It's, there's no, um, actual studies on it because it's an elective thing. Mm -hmm. So just off of, um, protecting, you know, the baby versus trying it and seeing what happens, there's just no studies on it. Got it. Well, that's good to know. But there is studies on being pregnant, right? Or no? I don't even know, actually. I just know that we... I feel like with anything. Probably. I'm sure there is people who have done it Mm -hmm. and maybe they had adverse effects. Mm -hmm. I know that with like retinols and things things like that, it can create abnormalities with your baby oh my goodness so if you're on a retinol do not take it while you're pregnant wow yeah Yeah. they even say things like don't dye your hair when you're pregnant but so many people dye their hair i know when they're pregnant (laughs) it's definitely safe yeah from what i've seen i i haven't yeah i've dyed my hair through each pregnancy and it's been fine yeah yeah (laughs) thank goodness but i think just to save everyone's butts they're like don't do this while you're pregnant or nursing so i get that what is your schedule like now and what products do you use um so i work I've kind of adjusted my hours, especially with this third 
baby that I had this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly just work two days a week. Sometimes even I'll condense it into one long day, mm-hmm. um, which is probably not ideal for most people. But luckily, I have really supportive patients, and they make it work, and it's yeah. been fine. Because they love you, and they yeah, don't and they, anything. yeah, they understand that I have like three kids that I'm juggling at home, and so um. they know that that's like priority. But I'm yeah, it's been it's been fine. But I usually just use Juvederm products and Restylane. Okay. So, I don't know if you've heard of like Wrestling Kiss. That's probably the most common. I've heard of Juvederm. Maybe yeah. it's from you. Maybe it's from your Instagram, but I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're both hyaluronic acid fillers, okay. which is important because they can be dissolved. Yeah. Um, there are fillers that can't be dissolved, um, but the ones that I use, they 100% can be. Mm. So if there was like an adverse effect for whatever reason, if they're you know you could cause like a blood vessel to be blocked or something mm-hmm. um luckily that's never happened but if it were then you could reverse it with the hyaluronic acid fillers like would you notice in that moment like in that session um you can but not always so if you went home and you noticed that it was getting more painful or you like pushed on it and it was turning white and color wasn't returning back to it that could be a sign that blood flow is not being um sent to that spot so that could then if that were the case, I would just have you come back and we'd do a bunch of different things, but mm-hmm. definitely dissolve it. Okay. So do so. you get that with every one of your shipments or just do you order it if you need it kind of? Um, you just order it as if you need it. So yeah. I just keep like a stock in my room. and Oh, because it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just like an emergency. Forever. Yeah, it's like an emergency um, thing. But if you have filler that you have had from another injector mm. or what, whatever reason, then... I can also dissolve it. So I have people come and I dissolve that and then we start fresh. Oh, okay. That's a really good point because it does last two years. So if they went to something they didn't like, Mm -hmm. then maybe they can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or if it migrated, sometimes if they overfill their lips too fast, um, it can migrate past your border. And that's when you see like that white around their lips and it looks like weird kind of, you know, and you're like, what is that? Interesting. It's just migrated filler. So Mm. you just dissolve it. I would have no idea. I bet that's what people probably see and they're like, oh, that botched look, but yeah. it's probably just filled too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just kind of like bleeds past the border. That's super interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is all fun to hear because I had no idea yeah. beforehand. <laughs> um, who are some of the people that you like to either follow on social media that you learn from or take classes from? Um, yeah, so there's a few that I've been following since I started. One of them is a Utah injector. Her name is Shelby Miller. Mm-hmm. Um I think her practice is called Ruma Aesthetics, but she's amazing. She's, I have been following her journey and she's just like bloomed a ton and just is so um, educational. Mm-hmm. And then another person in Arizona that I've gone and done trainings with, I've gone with a few actually, but two of them that stand out was Rochelle Trejo mm-hmm. or Jennifer Prince. Um, okay. They're really good injectors. They do trainings with um, new injectors and experienced injectors. So if you're a nurse wanting to get started, those are great resources. Um, and they can even do like trainings with you if you want. So, Oh, like one-on-one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's really nice. Yeah, I've done trainings with both of them. They've been awesome. Oh, cool. And your mom also does. She kind of dipped her toes in it a little bit. I would say she did like mostly Botox, but she has, she's been a nurse her whole career and um has always been like a surgery nurse like in a surgery center okay so she's does just does that now okay works there at the surgery center what kind of surgery are you talking about um so when she's when i lived up north it was like orthopedic surgery so knee replacements and just like joint stuff okay 
Um, now she works in uh, endoscopy surgery place, I End- think. Endoscopy. Endoscopy, which is like they do like intestines stuff wow. like colonoscopies or like oh my goodness okay because <laughs> you say surgery and i'm like that could mean a lot of oh, different yeah. things right no that's what's crazy about nursing it's like yeah there's a million different routes and you go do. for two years and it's like mm-hmm. okay pick which one yeah there's like ob there's psych there's yeah. um cancer treatments or surgery i guess centers. you just figure it out as you go yeah. right like mm-hmm. choose which path you want to go down yep okay exactly. what's what would be your advice for anyone wanting to go into nursing school or wanting to be an injector? Um, I would say with nursing, don't go in expecting to just like think that you're going to do one thing and that's it. Mm-hmm. Cause I just thought I always want to do surgery, mm-hmm. which I liked, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So just don't set yourself up for being disappointed mm-hmm. and be open-minded for all of the different paths that you can take mm-hmm. and just try to get as much like shadow experience before you throw yourself into it to make sure that it's something that you want to get started into in general. Cause you know, yeah. you hear people who start nursing school, do all the work and then end up getting halfway through and hating it, mm-hmm. you know? So I would say try and get some shadowing experience if you can first. And just different opportunities, like different people. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. And don't be afraid to try new things. Like I didn't think that I would like the psych unit at all. Mm-hmm. But I ended up liking it. And oh, really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, Ty actually... didn't really like it. So I guess it just... Why did you oh, like I it? I Ty worked there. Yeah. Weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you guys worked at the same one. Yeah. We just worked at different times. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was the CNA there. I was LPN. So okay. I just... I was like the med distributor, basically. Mm, okay. <laughs> so I would see patients. They were always super happy to see me. Yeah. <laughs> Give you the meds. Yes. Well, you like so, had to tackle like a naked lady one time. Oh my so. gosh. Yeah. I would hate to be like a CNA one yeah. because they have to do the harder work. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. Okay. I was but like, wait, why did you like it? I was just like in this room and then go out, give the medications, talk with patients and hang out for a little bit and then go back and oh, do nice. the work. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. So, so it wasn't bad. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where can people book with you and um, how often should they expect to come? Yeah. So you can go to my website or my Instagram. Um, if you go to my Instagram, it's just Lux, which L-U-X underscore injections. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on my page, there's like a link tree with a booking Oh, nice. spot. And then, um, or you can go to luxinjections.com and there's like a, a booking portal there. Okay. Yeah. What days do you work? Usually Wednesday or Thursday, and then occasionally I'll do a Saturday for people who can't or who are from out of town. Yeah, I do like every other Saturday too, just because that's the best day for a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like yeah, you kind of try to accommodate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And then, and then obviously they come every three years for Botox or wait filler, and then four. Botox every three to four months, filler yes. anywhere from like nine months to two years. Okay, depending on what they get done or. You know, if they want, so not everybody's last the same amount of times. So yeah. It depends on how your body metabolizes it. Yeah. So just anywhere in that gap. And do you have the prices on your site too, or do people just message you and then you'll let them know? Um, I do have prices on my website. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you for coming on today or tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was super fun. Me. We yeah. kind of jumped around in a few different areas. But <laughs> Side stories. Yeah, that's bound to happen with the family. Yep. Yeah, super fun. And if anyone wants to get Botox or lip injections, I obviously recommend Carly because I trust her. And I've seen all her work. (laughs) She has really fun Instagram videos and posts. And she's really pretty, so you can look at her. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I hope you guys have a good week. And I'll see you next time on She's a Lady. Bye.